0: So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandys.
1: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results.
2: I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The CEOs of nine drug companies that are developing coronavirus vaccines have all signed on to a pledge to not seek regulatory approval until the shots have been shown to work in late-stage clinical trials. This is an attempt to calm fears that a vaccine may be approved too soon for political reasons. Many Americans are skeptical about taking a vaccine if it seems like the development and authorizations are rushed. Christopher Rowland, business of healthcare reporter at The Washington Post, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Christopher.
3: Sure thing. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, thank you. I wanted to talk about what happened on Tuesday. The nine drug makers said that their chief executive signed a pledge promising not to file for regulatory approval or authorization of their COVID-19 vaccines until the shots have been shown to be safe and effective through large-scale clinical testing. While something like this might not be very extraordinary on a normal basis in the political climate and the way, you know, President Trump has been saying we're going to have something by November 1st, possibly by the end of the year and kind of speeding up the timeline so much, this kind of took on a new look only because they're really trying to kind of calm the fears that any type of vaccine will be rushed out to the market.
3: The stakes couldn't be higher, obviously. And What we've seen, unfortunately, from this administration since the pandemic began is a number of overhyped and rushed through decisions through the FDA and through other political statements that have had the effect of kind of undermining the public's faith in exactly what the FDA is going to approve. The biggest example is the hydroxychloroquine debacle which the FDA gave a emergency youth authorization to it, you know, at the behest of Trump and the White House, really uh, with very little to zero hard evidence that it would have any effect as a treatment for coronavirus, for COVID-19. And when some more hard studies were done for hydroxychloroquine by June, it became apparent that the drug had no benefit and in fact posed dangers of dangerous heart arrhythmias The FDA had to rescind its EUA, which was a big black eye for the agency and kind of set the tone for the relationship between the White House and the FDA. And so you've seen Trump expressing frequent displeasure with the pace of FDA deliberations. And then what you've also seen was just recently, two weeks ago, Trump totally overhyping the EUA for convalescent plasma for treatment of coronavirus. And then his own FDA commissioner, Stephen Hahn, completely botching the rollout of the statistics and totally exaggerating what the effect of convalescent plasma is, for, or what the benefit is. It's actually of somewhat potentially some use, but there haven't been good randomized clinical trials that even show what it does. That's the backdrop to today's announcement by the drug companies where they are want to rush in and here, And so the vaccine is a much bigger deal, obviously, than hydroxychloroquine or convalescent plasma. And if people don't have faith in the vaccine and the safety and efficacy of the vaccine and not enough people sign up to take it and accept that it's going to inoculate them from coronavirus, it won't stem the pandemic. I mean, you need at least 50 to 70 percent of the people taking it to build herd immunity. It's going to be a couple year endeavor. And to rush something into the marketplace without having it appropriately tested is a really dangerous course. And so that's why you're, see the, you see that these drug companies, you know, it's sort of tacit or implicit criticism of Trump's path here. Yeah. So they are, uh, you know, boldly saying what would normally not be bold at all. Don't worry, folks, we've got you.
2: The headline for their statement said, biopharma leaders unite to stand with science. <laughs> so yeah, right there, right. it sounds kind I mean, of that's, a little it's a pretty,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a sort of an unsubtle dig, I think, at right. Trump, at uh, the political environment.
2: A lot of the top vaccine makers that are in contention right now that are in stage three trials and others have signed on to this. uh, List a few of those, if you could, please.
3: So, the ones that are in the most advanced stages, there's three that are in phase three trials AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Moderna. Each of these is not a traditional vaccine. You know, you have what's called deactivated virus, and then you use the deactivated virus in some sort of growth. You grow it in like egg whites or egg yolks. And it's a very painstaking and long process. With these genetic-based vaccines, you can rush them through the manufacturing and development process much more quickly. And so that's what they've done. So that's why those three manufacturers are ahead of the game, ahead of the pack, and are manufacturing large volumes of vaccine in the event that they do prove safe and effective through massive Stage three clinical trials. Stage three clinical trials for a vaccine take about 30,000 people.
2: And that's an important distinction that these vaccines are made a different way because we don't have a vaccine that has been made in the way that they're going about it. So they really do need to do all the due diligence in these late stage clinical trials to make sure it's safe and effective.
3: Well, that's a great point, really. Yeah. These are novel technologies. So they do show in early stages, they've shown clinical effectiveness and they've shown decent safety profiles and so it's encouraging but until you have the really large scale population scale clinical trials that where you can see that it's actually preventing people from getting infection out in a community you really won't know and how the other thing is you got to figure out how long it's going to work and that'll take even longer it probably what you'll see is a an EUA before we know exactly whether or not the effect of the vaccine will last one year, two years, five years, so no one will really know that for quite some time as well.
2: And those are the concerns, even with the emergency use authorization, that could be done a lot sooner, and and that's kind of the thinking that is what will happen, but as you mentioned earlier, they want to be sure that this works and it's safe and effective so that the public isn't wary of this and the public wants to take these. So for now, nine different drug companies pledging to go through all the late-stage clinical trials, make sure everything is up to par before they approve anything. So at least some good news on that front right there. Christopher Rowland, business of healthcare reporter for The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat